You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovic as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Pete, what's up, buddy? It's been nine months. Time enough for a child to be born. Classes are almost over. We've gone through so much in the last nine months, but I still don't see you hitting the squash courts. What's going on? Yeah, no, Sandeep, I know, man. I have been telling you all year I was going to get out there with you, um, but I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm, I'm scared. Uh, you know, I had that Achilles surgery about a year ago, and I just don't think I can risk it. Achilles? No, don't mean that. Tell me more. Oh, I can't believe it. You must be the only person in class I haven't complained uh, complained about it to. Um, yeah, really, it was just, just bad luck, I guess. Um, just playing in a football match again about a year ago, and uh, it was completely innocuous. I just took a, took a step forward, and on my right foot that was planted, I just felt a pop and went down. Um, sure enough, it was a fully ruptured Achilles tendon. Uh, had the surgery to repair it, I guess, uh, a little more than a year ago now. Um, but it's been a long recovery, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. But help me understand this. You have recovered, right? I've seen you playing football. What's stopping you from playing squash? Yeah, you've seen me playing football, but I've mostly been walking around the field, you know, and, and passing the ball when it comes to me and not really exerting myself, not really taking any risks. You can do that on a football field, but obviously, you know this, on a squash court, you can't go easy. You're constantly lunging, constantly pivoting. just seems like way too big of a risk, on an, especially on an already weakened Achilles. That's, it's very interesting you say that, because I've heard something exactly the opposite recently. From oh, where? It was in one of these interviews I was doing with the World Squash Federation. I was speaking to a data scientist there, and... Turns out that, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, th- these are his words. He told me that it's difficult to get squash out there to the kids in, in many countries. And my natural reaction is what you just said, which is that, uh, you know, kids find it probably physically exhausting and demanding, which is why they don't take to squash. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a high risk injury prone kind of a sport. Exactly. This is, this is common knowledge. So, yeah. Yeah. But he started laughing and he said it's more like an urban myth. Believe it. No. I mean, anyone who's played squash, you know this, you play all the time. You know it's bad for your knees, it's bad for your ankles, it's bad for your hamstrings. You're constantly lunging and pivoting. There's no way that that can't be dangerous. But I think the key factor is the term anyone, because this is what the guy told me, that in the last 10 years, in a decade, only four professional squash players have been seriously injured. I think the term anyone is key here. Okay, that's interesting, because I've... I mean, I, I've seen a lot of injuries on the squash court. I see pulled muscles, I feel like, every other match I play in. Um, but what you're saying then is maybe at the elite levels, it's all right, um, but not so much for the amateur and recreational player. Seems like that. I think we should do some more analysis and some more introspection on this topic. All right. Yeah, you know, this actually, it's interesting that you bring this up because uh, back during our program, I, I read an article, did some research on squash, and... Uh, you know, Forbes in 2016 listed it as the healthiest sport in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, players consistently have a heart rate of about 190 BPMs, uh, run almost five kilometers per match, obviously do hundreds of lunges per match. 
That's incredible, man. I've, I've seen a few professional games and you're absolutely right. The thing these athletes do on court is insane. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading also that uh, most of the injuries in squash are caused by overuse. So, you know, the common major ones are to the ankles, the knees, uh, and the elbow. Um, also, eye injuries are obviously common, but that's a quick fix. You just wear the protective eyewear and you should be fine. That's true. I've had niggles in my joints and my ankles throughout the last 10 years when I've played squash, right? And what I normally do is I just stop playing squash for a bit. It goes away. But every time I kind of play intense squash for more than a month, it seems to resurface. Huh. All right. You know what? I actually just found this article that I was referencing. And um, yeah, it says here that so it lists the number of injuries per thousand hours of play per racket sport. And uh, tennis is 0.4 injuries per thousand hours of play. Badminton, 2.9 injuries per thousand hours of play. Squash, 18 injuries per thousand hours of play. It's significantly higher. That's incredible. 18, you said? So much more than badminton and tennis. But what is the sample type and persona for this kind of a study? Do you remember? Um, Looks like... Yeah, you know, it, it looks like it's it's players at all levels. So recreational, club, amateur, just a wide sample of squash players. Yet at the elite level, WSF says that it's not an injury-prone sport. I think I might know the answer to that. Yeah, all right, let's hear it. So historically, squash was played on a hard surface um, and there was nothing to absorb the impact of your knees and your ankles, So, which is why there were so many injuries in, sports, in squash. Now, what they've done recently is they've changed the wood. They've made it a softer wood. They've also introduced rubber pads between the actual wooden floor and the concrete, which kind of absorbs all the impact when you stomp your knee, which is why I think the number of injuries have reduced drastically in the last 10-15 years. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand that with the technological advancements, the injuries have gone down, but there are more injuries in squash at all levels. We just looked at those statistics. It's 18 per thousand hours as compared to less than one. In tennis, I mean, this technology has got to be readily available worldwide. So yeah, I think you're right, but I think that's where we need to distinguish between the amateur and the elite athlete. I think squash is intense. We know that it does take a toll on your body, but I think the injuries are an outcome of other factors. So if you are overweight, um, you know, if you have a poor technique when your swing is not correct, if you're not moving correctly to the tee, uh, taking small steps, or if you don't have adequate rest between playing time. These are all the factors which actually contribute to injuries in squash. Now, I don't think these are issues that happen to elite players. It seems to be more of an amateur kind of an issue. Okay, I get that, but isn't that true for all sports? Fair, but your data that you just showed is completely agreeing with what I just said, right? Because squash players are clearly 18 times more prone to injuries in other sports. Since that's an amalgamation of both amateur as well as elite athletes, it does make sense. Okay, so so I guess this is uh, this is why we have the saying: you don't play squash to get fit, you get fit and then play squash. Absolutely, but I've heard that as well. Hundred percent agree. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page, or visit us at www.aists.org.